0: when when i look for a politician to vote for i'm like how many children does he not want to feed how yeah. many yep how many people does he want to stay hungry cuz i know i'm going cuz he's the one that i that's We need more hungry children. Line. Yep.
1: Yep. Stop getting our dollars to hungry Make kids. Make America hungry again. Paid school lunches. I'm tired of free handouts at school. Give them make kids pay and learn the value of a dollar, right?
0: You know, we've won 100% of the wars when people just couldn't read. (laughs) (laughs) Dearly beloved, welcome to the Unblessed Podcast, where we inquire and exposit the mysteries of that ancient text, that good book itself, the Holy Bible. We are not theologians nor historians. We are but armchair philosophers who spent years in seminary or on a church staff and have since departed to make our own way. We invite you now to read, think, and laugh with us as we dive deep into the denominational doctrines of the divine in the Unblessed Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Unblessed podcast. My name is Evan,
1: and I'm Scott.
0: And we are two ex-church planting slayers. <laughs>
1: slayers,
0: double kill, double kill, multi. That's for our
1: boys in the audience.
0: Yeah, that's, hi that's, boys. That's boy talk. Hi boys. <laughs>
1: that's just the. That's what they mean by locker room talk. <laughs> is that it's what a they bunch mean? Of Evan
0: back and forth going slayers, just Xbox, slayer, Xbox slayer memes.
1: What Pokemon cards do you have? Locker room One talk. One shot. <laughs> no, we never engaged in locker room talk. We weren't those types of
0: boys. We I were, just asked somebody where the locker was.
1: Yeah, that's, that's as much locker room talk as we had was, how do I get out of here fast enough?
0: My My locker room talk was a little bit more just about genitalia. Like, a lot of just
1: pee and poop jokes. I think was, in mine. Yeah, it was like, boy humor.
0: What do you? What's a taint? I've never heard that word before. <laughs> like that was where my vocabulary expanded. It wasn't like this girl's, you know, knockers are so knocking. Oh my god! It was like,
1: <laughs> knockerly? Is that what you just said?
0: <laughs> I said these girls' knockers are so knocking. I guess. I didn't say knockerly anywhere in there.
1: <laughs> I don't know what you're saying. Oh, You're on the other side of the locker room. You're screaming at me.
0: Hey! <laughs> well, no, we we're not t- locker room <laughs> talk, boys. What what kind of boys are we? We are two ex church planting pretty boys. Scott, did you ever try to uh, plant a church as a pretty boy?
1: Um, as a pretty boy, no. As a huge, huge be- nerd, yes.
0: I beg to differ.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, I was. I guess I was. I'll take it back. I was a huge pretty boy. Yeah, I was a walking celebrity. Everywhere I went. Just people on my signature.
0: Um, Dude was a fucking walking eighth note. Yeah. Just music wherever he went.
1: (laughs) I was like eighth note, like a stick with a big butt. (laughs) (laughs)
0: And just odd hair. And odd hair.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Stupid. Um, Yeah, I mean, I gave my... a, A whirl at church planting once. And... It's still going, so I think I'm one for one, which is more than some people. I would until say until it
0: crashes. Like, do you lose if it crashes? <laughs> when, do the... it <laughs> yeah, when do you count it
1: as a loss? Yeah,
0: when do you count as a loss? Because, like, in theory, like some churches that have been founded like years ago, yeah. including closing the the original church in Antioch.
1: <laughs> if there's like, yeah, over oh one, is like, what do you that count as?
0: a failure?
1: Well, Evan, as a church plant. You know, the goal is not to have your church be the biggest and the best. It's about planting other churches.
0: Oh, cool. You then why do that. so many of them write books?
1: <laughs> why do so many of them fail after yeah. a year? Yeah, church planting um, is. What's funny to me, looking back, is I thought church planting was like a common vocab word. That if I if people asked me what I did for a living, and I just said, "Oh, I, I work at a church plant." I didn't realize until I was actually in the gig that like 80% of the population has no idea what that is. So I would be like yeah. up to strangers. Be like, Oh, what do you do? Like, what's, what's your job? I'd be like church planting. They'd be like, what? So is that like a, a nursery, but for churches, like, do you, an arborist <laughs> church tree dresser? Are a gardener? <laughs> so I realized fast that not a lot of people had an idea of what church planting was, which is really just, uh, startup company church really yep just tech bros that are trying churches and tech
0: startup church
1: it really was um it was you know it was certainly an experience you learned a lot but at the same time you have a lot of people have no idea what they're doing trying to start a brand new business essentially Evan, do you have any idea what that's like? <laughs> yes, absolutely.
0: At the ripe age of 22, I tried to start my own church. Um, and I had names for it. One of the names I came up with was Antioch Community Church.
1: Was it really? Yeah. Why did you pick Antioch Community Church?
0: Well, I'll tell you after I sneeze. <laughs> oh, It didn't, it didn't come. <laughs> that's amazing audio.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> And probably the best the best solution is that I just don't sneeze.
1: <laughs> just a big fat lie that you told,
0: because yeah. um, I didn't want to use Baptist, but I thought community was you know something we could build off of. Had a nice ring to and it. And then yeah. um, Antioch was where Christians were first called Christians. So in the lost city of Indianapolis, we would be where we'd be honoring that that place where people first called themselves Christians.
1: Oh, uh, amazing. Truly. Because Indianapolis, as we all know, is such a decrepit and just yeah. sad and sinful state. Sad um, and
0: depressed.
1: Yeah. Indiana, let alone Indianapolis, unbelievably lost city of at least 10 million people lost.
0: Yep. Scott, you we've <laughs> both been around church plants and church planters. Oh, have we? Right. Um for those of you who haven't caught on church planting is basically just starting a church. Yeah. From the ground. There's
1: you can just tell people I I'm starting a church. Yeah. You can
0: do you can do it from the ground up or you can do it like nepo baby style <laughs> like um yep. where just a church funds you to do it. Um but there's a lot to be said about the name of the church.
1: Mm. It's a big part of it. Big part of it.
0: So, Scott, I've got uh, a church name generator up, and oh, I really. just want to discuss um, what these types of churches are. Give me the vibe of them.
1: Okay. okay? I can, I'm a chief vibe officer in my other life, so, yeah. yeah. This I means a, this.
0: a CVO. That's right. Um, so the first church, what is the yes. vibe of Bible Restoration Church of the Lord of the City?
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Bible Restoration of the Church. Bible Restoration Church of the Lord of the City.
1: Church of the Lord of the City. Wow. Okay, Bible... The thing, the length of the name usually lends itself to, like, a more, like, gospel-y heavy, like, Baptist church. I'm thinking, like, real kind of church church. Like okay. gospel music, choir, because it usually has to be like missionary Baptist of the greatest savior of, you know, the local communion. Like that's always a, a more local. Of Clayburn, Bible Alabama. Yeah. <laughs> Bible <laughs> restoration, though, makes it seem a little fundamentalist. So it's like a fundamentalist, but kind of gospely music, hometown kind of
0: This could go one of two ways. This could go yeah. independent Baptist, how you're oh. saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, or this could go Mormon.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I could see that.
0: I, I think it's the Lord of the City, which would be hilarious for like a small-town independent Baptist church to be called the Bible Restoration Church of the Lord of the City.
1: Of the Latter-day Saints.
0: Of the Latter-day Saints.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Next church. Ready. The Embrace.
1: Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> oh that is okay. Um that is a hundred percent a it's like a mega church. Um but it's like in a strip mall. So mm-hmm. they don't have like all the funds necessary to be like a huge like hillsong kind of okay church, like elevation church, but they're they're big and they want to be bigger. And they kind of were lame.
0: they were an f y e once upon a time,
1: definitely, yes, and they cleared it out and they got a lot of money and they have like a lot of those like the girls with like the big hats you know on stage uh with like big scarves um and they have like really drawn out worship services um yeah, kind of like what is it like the vineyard sort of style church
0: yep. Um, I'm just going to freeball it here for a second. This is the associate pastor welcoming you to The Embrace. Go. Good morning, everyone. Welcome. We really appreciate you coming out here. Here at The Embrace, can I get a little bit more pad? A little bit more pad? Here at The Embrace, um, we, we're family,
1: and everybody
0: here is a family. You walk into this door, you're our family as well. And so right now, I just want everyone to give up, give each other a hug. I know that there's, uh, it's flu season and that we're all concerned about our kids getting sick, but I want you to hug and kiss and shake the hands of everybody next to you. All right. <laughs> oh, by the How'd way, my name's, my, my name's Tegan.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it, my wife and my seven children are up front. Yep. <laughs>
0: I seem hip, but talk to me long enough, you'll find out I'm a little problematic.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I kinda hate women. No.
0: <laughs> Except my smoking hot wife.
1: Yeah. Love my smoking hot wife in the front row, right here. Yep. Hit me with another one, Evan.
0: Next church. Discover Harvest Church.
1: Hmm. That is your suburban, yeah, successful church plan.
0: Yes. Yes. That is They one have like three in the They area. do
1: pop up church every yeah. Sunday, so they meet in you, like.
0: Do you go to do you go, Do you go to DH Southside?
1: Yeah, it's definitely. They have plants of. They just started, so it's yeah. Oh, DH I, Southside. I go
0: to, I, yeah, I go to Inner DH.
1: <laughs> this is actually a great branding so far. <laughs> DH Southside, DH Westside, DH, West. DH Inner Core. Uh, I
0: go to DH Carmel.
1: I go to DH Geriatrics. <laughs> um, I go to DH. Uh, D- I DHL, I go to a DH, DHL.
0: <laughs> team.
1: We witness the DHL drivers for DH.
0: <laughs> We're we, we a, we a truck that is going 70 miles an hour for our worship service every single day. <laughs> <laughs> our worship leaders are just strapped into the side of a semi.
1: They definitely have a pastor that has those like half goatees that are just like it's not the mustache, it's just. The goatee part oh, And it's white Yeah, And he has like a big belly And he's real friendly looking Kind of like Santa But he also has like an arm tattoo So you know he's like a real dude You know like he's yeah. been He's seen stuff And he does like prison ministry Yeah, yeah. Discover Harvest so I'm gonna is, go there is,
0: Yeah this is my first little bit For Discover Harvest uh, Executive pastor Oh okay Welcome yeah. you to service Hey everybody welcome My name's Tim, I'm the executive pastor here at Discover Harvest, and we really appreciate everybody coming out today. We really appreciate you taking time out of your Sunday, out of your Sunday, out of your Sunday to come over to Discover Harvest Church.
1: That got a little (laughs) (laughs) WWE at the end.
0: (laughs) The cream brass is to the top. (laughs) I need three
1: minutes in the ring with him.
0: Just oh give me three God. minutes with the Lord. You're mine, Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll do two more. We'll do yeah, two more.
1: Yeah, I'm loving this. I, I love <laughs> vibing these out.
0: Next, celebrate. I want to, I, I, I you give me your vibe. I'm going to give you my vibe on this. Okay.
1: Next, celebrate? Celebrate. Oh, just celebrate?
0: Just celebrate.
1: Celebrate church?
0: Nope, celebrate. Just celebrate. Celebrate.
1: Am I hearing that right? Celebrate?
0: Like like good times. Like celebrate.
1: (laughs) Cellophane?
0: Celebrate. No.
1: Celebrate. Celebrate? Celebrate.
0: Not not cellulose. Celebrate.
1: (laughs) Cellubrate. (laughs) Cellubrate. Celebrate. Celebrate. (laughs) Celebrate. Okay. Um, First of all, dumb name, so (laughs) would never go there. If it's just... If I saw a sign that just said celebrate, why would I go there? I would just think it's like one of those birthday yard signs. (laughs) What a stupid church name. (laughs) So, If it said celebrate church or celebrate ministries, that's fine. But just celebrate? Cellophane? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Celebrate.
1: Um, I'm going to say that that one is an old church that got... Uh, they decided by somehow someone's son took over as pastor, who's real dopey, just is like always wears like bad suits, and he's like, we got to rebrand this church. So instead of just like you know East Side Christian Church, we're gonna call it Celebrate, cause we're gonna have a happy time every Sunday. We're gonna have macaroni and cheese after every service, and everyone's like, this, this is a bad idea. But he's a, he's like, no, we got to do it. People are gonna love we it. Do it. they got like 12 people people every Sunday. This uh,
0: this is a good idea.
1: It's a great idea. Macaroni and cheese every Sunday. And root beer. macaroni
0: and Jesus.
1: (laughs) It's cheesy stuff like that. I've worked for churches like that where they try to do these like cheesy and corny like, you know, community outreaches. They're like, what if we just passed out root beer to all the dads on Father's
0: Day? Just like root beer
1: everywhere. They'll come to church instantly.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So I think they can get root beer anywhere else.
1: <laughs> I have to go to church. That was the church I was at. That that was their attempt at evangelizing. Anyway, what do you think about Celebrate Church?
0: I think Celebrate. it's already dead in the water. <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe same scenario. Maybe someone's son, but as soon as he started it, dead. No one showed up.
1: He got like eight hundred dollars to like do marketing, and he thought. He's going to change the world. He's like, we got a lot of budget this year for marketing. We can really you know do some how, big things.
0: You know how on like American Idol you would watch it and there was always somebody who was really convinced they were good at singing and they get up in front of real judges and they have to go, I'm so sorry that someone has lied to you, Ooh. but you're not any good.
1: Aren't there that's, a lot of pastors like that out there though? Oh my that's gosh. That's what
0: this was?
1: Oh, dude. I I don't even care if people who worked at church Punch with me are listening. I was part of some, not the one I was employed at, but other ones where I would volunteer at, they'd have pastors that could not preach. I mean, just stunk, boring, monotone. And I just remember thinking like these people, they're delusional. Like they think they're going to bring in people like they can even keep their own like wife awake during the service. <laughs> like this is rough, but no one gave him a reality check. Everyone after you know service, we go, oh, great sermon, pastor, great sermon,
0: pastor, way to go, yeah, great sermon, pastor, good really, set, really, good set, Real really tight. what I needed to hear,
1: yeah, really spoke to me. That one time when you said Amen, you had a lot of feeling behind that
0: you. one part at the beginning. I remember that.
1: <laughs> Before I fell asleep in my hands, I really liked what you said.
0: I really like the part where you turned into a lizard and then <laughs> rode away to Candyland. <laughs> I might have been asleep. <laughs> oh God. All right. Last one.
1: Last one. Here we go. Make it a good one.
0: <laughs> Please. It's too perfect. Ignite church. Shut. Shut
1: (laughs) up! There's like, I bet there's a thousand of those across America. A thousand. Yeah. Like, I I guarantee there's more than a hundred. I bet my life on that in the U.S. Ignites Ignite's
0: logo might be across it, it might not. At the very least, it it really is the like.
1: um, It can't be a fire cross.
0: It's the fire gym badge in Pokemon. Yes, it's Uh, just a
1: very simple looking flame. Little flame. Yeah. It's like the the skateboard company. Yeah, whatever. It's like a little tiny flame. Um they are on a college campus and they either they meet in like a movie theater or they are in like a newer building that they yeah. built. Yeah. And I can't they decide meet. if they're like huge worship set or if they're like more Low key.
0: They did meet in an old building and then that building had like mold in it or whatever. And someone died. By the grace of by the grace of God, they were able to uh, declare insurance on it. <laughs> and <laughs> declare insurance.
1: Thank you, God. We got seventy percent of the money we
0: needed. Yeah. Um and now they and while the renovations were happening, they were meeting in uh I use basketball arena.
1: Yes. Excellent. Every Sunday. Because they knew the athletic director and he gave a his blessing for them yep. to to meet there. And he's kind of a big deal.
0: Yeah. And so And then there's have, like a problematic 50, uh, worship leader. Yeah. A problematic worship leader named Dan Jeans.
1: Dan Jeans.
0: Dan Jeans. <laughs> You'd know know him if you saw him. Dan
1: Jeans, he's just always eyeballing everybody in the crowd. A little too much.
0: A little too much. A little too skeezy. They have 57 pastors.
1: Yeah. 14 are discipleship pastors.
0: Yep. 30 are community group pastors.
1: Yep. One's a groundskeeper pastor and one's a janitor (laughs) pastor. One's a pastor to just the
0: janitors. (laughs) And then there's the janitor's
1: wife that's also a... She can't be a pastor, so she's a lay
0: leader. Yeah, she's a uh, children's minister of the ground.
1: She's a She is a <laughs> minister to the janitor's children. Yep. There's two janitors, and she is ministers to those children only, and that's
0: it. Yep, and then there is a an athletic pastor. He passes to the athletes with NIL deals.
1: Well, there's the athlete's pastor who actually reaches out to the athletes and does evangelism, and then there's the athletic pastor who's just a normal pastor but just can slam dunk
0: okay.
1: <laughs> Every sermon has with him slam dunking <laughs> on the court.
0: <laughs> Does they meet on
1: the basketball court? I guess you could say that Jesus rose from the dead. Kind of like me right now. <laughs> oh,
0: <yoyi>. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think I would go to Ignite Church.
0: Yeah, Ignite Church sounds fucking rad.
1: Yeah. Definitely better than celebrate.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Free macaroni
1: and cheese and root beer.
0: Celebr- <laughs> Celebrates pastor currently goes to ignite.
1: He does. He's doing research though. Like he goes.
0: He was like, well, this, if, if, only I, if only I had a basketball arena. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh gee, if only I had all this. Think about what the Lord would do. Uh, I don't know why from the youper, but.
0: <laughs> ah, ah shacks boy. <laughs> um, well, I if any church planters are listening, hopefully this gave you some inspiration. Yeah. I really look forward to seeing a lot of celebrates out there.
1: If your church is named Celebrate and you fit the description, please email us. I would love to talk to you if you have a church named Celebrate.
0: Absolutely. Speaking of, Celebrating. Speaking of. Um, Scott, what are we talking about today?
1: <laughs> that's a great question. Let me check my notes. Okay, today we're talking about sheeps, sheeps and goats. Sheep I and want goats? everyone to
0: know that when Scott said, I'm going to check my notes, he picked up his Bible no, no, they it were real notes. and looked directly no. at his computer screen.
1: No, that's not true. I have a big old-timey book. With a feather pen. Okay, I looked at my computer. But we're talking about Matthew 25 today. It's uh, not the parable. It's really just the final judgment. Jesus laying down the hammer. Um, so we got a, kind of a big passage here. So Matthew 25, 31. You want me to take I it away, s- Evan?
0: I'll take it away. Go ahead. When the Son, when the son of Man comes in his glory and all the angels with him. He will sit on the glorious throne. All the nations will be gathered before
1: Stop him. here. Pause. <laughs> okay, so we're going to make fun of me ru- just rifling through my Bible pages for a, a quick laugh, a little audio treat for everybody.
0: I Evan can't, help can't say the word C-O-M-E the
1: <laughs> in any sentence without pausing and raising an eyebrow and himming and hawing about it and... Enough, Evan.
0: <laughs> all right, I will be. I'll be more. I will be more uh, respectful towards. Take the to our Bible listeners.
1: more respectfully, please. Yeah. All right, the start it of, again.
0: Yeah, when the Son of Man, <laughs> vagina, is in His glory, Stop. and all oh, the angels, God, fit him, he will podcast. sit on His glorious throne. All the nations will be gathered. Yeah, before please him.
1: continue. <laughs>
0: And he will separate the people one from another as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. He will put the shahib on his right and the goats on his left. Then the king will say to those on his right, the king being God. Obviously. God being the creator of the universe. Come, you who are blessed. Come, you who. Come. Stop. I wasn't even struggling over oh, come. Yeah, I was struggling over uh-huh. the rest of it. Uh-huh. Come. You who are blessed by my father, take your inheritance, the kingdom prepared for you since the creation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty, and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger, and you invited me. I needed clothes, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you looked after me. I was in prison, and you gave me these nuts. Then the righteous will answer him. All right. (laughs) But the righteous will answer him, Lord, when do we see you hungry and feed you or thirsty and give you something to blah, 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 blah. And the king will uh, reply, truly, I tell you, whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did for me. I want to pause right here because sure. through my like stumbling over myself, um, this passage is laying the groundwork of what one could argue is required for heaven but scott according to protestant theology uh, mainly yes um the only thing that's required is grace
1: you are 100% right this verse is incorrect they oh. <laughs> jesus is teaching incorrectly <laughs> <here>. <laughs> oh jesus is wrong according to protestants yeah um yeah i i find it fascinating that I know we're, you could say we're taking this passage out of context, but if you're going to just take these words of Jesus as they are, he's giving us, um, I wouldn't say necessarily a parable, but like a, an illustration of what it takes to enter the kingdom of God or to be in God's favor. And surprise, surprise, it's based on your actions and not necessarily your faith or what decisions you've made. But, um, I think Protestants would like to balk at that and think that there's other verses that would support another way of getting into heaven. But
0: I would like to balk,
1: please balk I would right like away. To
0: balk. Um, but Scott being a Christian and being saved by Jesus, having that complete transformation and reformation, um, that now informs who I am and informs me to make these decisions and be a better person. So isn't it then about Jesus still and about Jesus loving me?
1: Let me tell you why you're wrong on eight different levels right oh, here. Wrong me, daddy. <laughs> no, I, when I think about the way I grew up in, like the theology I was consuming and trying to get you know even more into we would have to take verses like this and like flip them on their head because honestly one of the reasons or one of the explanations of this verse i recall in college is that it's not about your actions it's more about your identity as a sheep or as a goat and you have to live in that identity and so it's not about Oh, like do the right thing and, and, you know, do the right action, help others more about know who you are in Christ first. And then the actions will come naturally, which sounds great, but Mm -hmm. I don't think that's what Jesus is really teaching. I don't think he's saying like, Oh, you have to like know yourself and know that you're loved by God first. I think in these verses, the point he's trying to make is, people who help others legitimately are of God or are the righteous ones. He's not thinking about like, what do you think about the crucifixion? Do you think Jesus died for your sins? And do you think that atoned for God's blah, blah, blah? Like he just wants to know, did you help people or not? Were you selfless or not? And I think Protestants take it like make it so complicated that they can get out of actually serving others and doing work for people. And they can just say, well, I go to church and I just rest in my sonship or daughtership. But
0: I remember, so every year the Children's Museum would do a like annual campaign and they would ask people, they would ask staff, they would ask anybody who bought food or a purchase, anything, if they would want to, you know, round up or add $1. Yeah. It was the annual campaign. And I was behind this lady, I was getting food, and they're like the lady was like, All right, do you want to add, you know, one dollar uh to the annual campaign? And the lady in line with me goes, No, thank you. I donate to my church. (laughs) And so I don't donate to anything else but my church.
1: Oh Lord. I'm sure your church is doing a lot too. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I just kind of like stared at I the a uh, clerk behind the counter just kind of like stared at me and I stared at her and I was like, all right, well move along. <laughs> yeah, She didn't need to know that information. She wasn't, she didn't ask you why, like she was like, uh,
1: I know so many people like that where, yeah, I will only volunteer and help my church. Cause that's what, you know, I'm always around and the help that their church does is we're going to do a trunk or treat for the pastor's kids. Yep. <laughs> and that's where their money goes to. It's, How much is really hitting the, I know I've said this before, but I just recall for percentage wise, I don't even mind spelling out the numbers, the church plan I worked at, we had a budget of total budget for the year was like $180,000 a year, which was not very much. I mean, if you think about it, like a lot of people that's, you know, their whole household income and we're trying to do a whole staff and everything, uh, but out of the $180,000 so to take out salaries, take out like renting spaces, our budget for like community outreach of that was, I believe, $1,500. So that was all we gave as far as like our community fund that we had to help others for the year was like 1500 maybe 2000 but it was no more than 2000 for the year. And I just remember thinking like, well, yeah, that's all we can give, you know? But I think about that as like, that's probably the normal percentage yep. that a lot of churches, they might have million dollar budgets and they're giving, and they'll say, well, we gave like a thousand or $5,000 away. I'm like, yeah, but your budget is way over that. I'll To caveat even more, there was a bigger church in Indianapolis that had this big fundraiser and they gave away, uh, I think it was $50,000 one Christmas, which the news got on it. And like all the, everybody on social media was like, this is why we need churches. They're amazing. Like no other place would give this much money. And I'm just thinking, look at their budget. I want to know what their annual, cause yeah, that's a big gift. Sure. That's really great. But let's see what their AV and lighting budget is for the year. I bet it's, yeah. I bet it's $40,000. Like it's so easy to like blind yourself to what people can do when the whole of the church and the mission is really not doing that much. So give your dollar to the, At the end of the day, when you're checking out the line, come on now. Ridiculous. Crazy.
0: Round up for Riley. Round
1: up for Riley. Come on now. Come on now. Uh, Let's finish out the last part. We can keep chatting about this.
0: Uh, Then he will say to those on his left, depart from me, you who are cursed, into the eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry and you gave me nothing to eat. I was thirsty and you gave me no thing to drink. I was a stranger and you did not invite me in. I needed clothes, and you did not clothe me. I was sick and in prison, and you did not look after me. They will answer, Lord, when did we see you hungry or thirsty or a stranger or needing clothes or sick or in prison and did not help you? Help you, brother. He will reply, Truly, I tell you, whatever you did not do for one of these, you did not do for me. Then they will go away to eternal punishment but the righteous to eternal life. So, beginning, he sets the standard for what it is to get into heaven, yep. and in the end, he says, "and it's not even mistreatment, no, That's it's the not. Thing.
1: It's mm-hmm. negligence,
0: it's ignoring, yes. it's you know apathy. Yeah, um, is the great, uh, it, it's is the great sin here. Mm-hmm. I would say,
1: yeah, I, I it's tough because I've always been taught my whole life to. Ignore verses about works that were, you know, somewhat not ignore these verses, but I always explain them away as like, well, it's not about works. At the End of the day, it's about faith. Like as long as you pray to prayer of faith, you're good. Yeah. Um,
0: As long as you're George Michaels. <laughs> no. <laughs> well,
1: you gotta have you gotta faith. Have faith. Dun, 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 dun. Um, dun. But I feel like churches would be. So much better if they were works-based. I think about that so much where if the main theology of church was like, only those who help others and clothe and feed others are going to go to heaven. Imagine how much good the church would be doing on a weekly basis. If it was all about giving things away, clothing people, feeding people, if that was the true mission, not about like getting people to say a prayer and convert. Yeah. That's what always makes me a little sick to my stomach of thinking about. And I think we blame Paul. I think that's who we got to blame for all this. He
0: yeah.
1: wrote a few books in the Bible and they got kind of famous, I guess.
0: It, I wouldn't even call them books. They were letters.
1: <laughs> and we ran with them. Yeah. Early church people decided this is the sauce. I like this. We don't have to do like anything.
0: This. You see this guy, Paul, he can write. I can't read, but he sure can write. <laughs>
1: We well, even verse forty-one. History. It says, uh, "Those on the left, hmm? so Democrats, yeah. going to hell, right?
0: Those Democrats who don't want to feed people, <laughs> or that's right. Or don't don't want to let strangers into the country. That's
1: right. It's just, it's really these social programs that are really killing us, Evan. You know, we yeah. gotta. They don't help people. <laughs>
0: that's that's why." Um, when when I look for a politician to vote for, I'm like, how many children does he not want to feed? How yeah. many? Yep. How many people does he want to stay hungry? Because I know I'm going because he's the one that I. That's we need more hungry children. Line. Yep.
1: Yep. Stop getting our dollars to hungry Make kids. Make America hungry again. Paid school lunches. I'm tired of free handouts at school. Give them. Make kids pay and learn the value of a dollar, right?
0: You know, we won 100% of the wars when people just couldn't read. <laughs>
1: <laughs> when people couldn't read. People we won couldn't. all the time. Just 100%. People just couldn't
0: fucking read.
1: Oh, my God. But
0: now that everybody's just cracking open books. Yeah, suddenly
1: we, oh, we got a huge problem on our hands.
0: Getting like opinions of shit. Now, just people—they're like, "Oh, I can't go to war. I've got
1: me, 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 me. I yeah, gotta, gotta get an education. Yeah, I've got, yeah, I've I gotta, gotta follow a, my dreams.
0: I gotta get a job.
1: I gotta have a raise, a family, and have a
0: nice you know life. Who else? Hey, no how's at a job. George Motherfucking Washington. <laughs> was so loud.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I like the point you made though about this being negligence and not um, someone actively harming others. I think that's like the most legit lesson from, and this section, like this title of the section is called the final judgment in Matthew. (laughs) It's the final judgment. (laughs) This
0: went on too long. (laughs) Sorry. Um,
1: (laughs) So I I think like this paints a a picture of when Christ comes back, he's looking for people who just, I think it's simple. I keep saying it over and over, but it's theology and being a Christian has gotten so convoluted into like who you are and just like having a certain mindset and like you got to wake up and believe you're a manifest your destiny as a son or a daughter and just kind of like mm, feel the Lord Versus just like, be good, like help others. Just do good and help.
0: Which is more concrete? Which can you definitively prove to another human being?
1: Yeah, this I think what Jesus is doing. Yeah, yeah. the fact that
0: like, like which one of these? The fact that today and every day since and every day after, you believe the same way and to the same extent and fervor that Christ is Lord. Or mm. just regularly throughout your daily life, you just try to do best by other people.
1: But then how do you know if you've done enough then? That's always a pastor's response, Evan is,
0: How do you know if you believe enough? How do you but
1: how do you know you've done
0: enough? You, you, yeah, know, you but, can only find a last Like No, I don't
1: think, think about belief. Just don't, just just works right now. No, no, no. No, <laughs> <laughs> no shut up. Shut yeah, up. Shut up. <laughs> shut up, Billy. My, it makes sense.
0: That's always been my uh, struggle with belief is I think that's like where grace comes in is, you know, not knowing whether or not you've done enough, as long as you've done, you know, good in your life Jesus covered, like, I think that's maybe where you can add grace to the equation a little bit, but, um, if you wanted to do the math that way, but it like, yeah, with just belief, there's no way to ever satisfy that doubt in yourself. Well, that Evan's says, the, it's I don't know if I believe enough.
1: They, they confirm your belief, but you got to have the belief first.
0: But Okay, well, what if you acts, don't do anything?
1: <laughs> my thought is it makes it a lot easier for these questions about like Jeffrey Dahmer and all these people like giving their life to Christ in prison, you know, mm-hmm. in, in their last days. And I remember thinking so, being so grossed out by that as like a kid. And even growing up, I never have felt good about like, oh, people could just accept Christ like in prison of their last few days on earth and it's fine. Like God's just gonna, you get the exact same reward as anybody else. And I feel like for God to be a fair and just God, that doesn't make sense that someone would like be on the mission field at, you know, below minimum wage, fundraising their whole life, helping others, you know, working in a clinic, and then you got someone else who has killed people or just been an asshole their whole life. And then they can just accept Christ at the end of the day. And like, it's the exact same. I know it's a parable of somebody in the Bible, but, uh, it just doesn't feel, it's never felt right. That always felt like God should have a certain way of handling that where, I don't know, like there's like a late bloomers club where you're like, are you getting to heaven? But you got to like sit over here, you know, (laughs) watch it, (laughs) watch it, buddy. Not too close. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, what do you think about people converting that were assholes or lived a life of sin their whole life and then suddenly gave their life to Christ?
0: George Wallace, famed Alabama governor who said segregation now, segregation then, segregation forever. Oof. Also said he originally was pro integration. And then when he lost, he said, I can't say the full thing that he said, but he said, I'll never get out inwarded again.
1: Oh my and Lord. And then
0: swapped to segregation.
1: Jeez.
0: He's the guy uh, in the picture of the University of Alabama standing in front of the University of Alabama, pre- preventing two black girls from entering the college and has to be forcibly removed by the National Guard. He Ugh. forced his wife to run for governor hmm. um, when he couldn't for some reason. I think he just wasn't going to get the votes. And they were like, ah, well, they like Lorraine," hmm. Um And she had cancer at the time, Ooh. if I'm remembering correctly. This man, hmm. at the end of his life, said that he's made peace with Christ. Oh, boy. And is sorry for what he did.
1: Well, give him a chance, Evan. I oh,
0: know I shouldn't judge. <laughs> yeah. That like that sits with me. Yeah. Um, somebody who made it so difficult for so many people to just advance. Yeah. To to just get to where they needed, not even get ahead, but get to where everybody else was. Yeah. Like he spent his entire life putting his boot on somebody else's neck. And then you're gonna sit there and be like well, of course, he gets into heaven. He, heaven, you
1: know, even the thief on the cross could get into paradise. Even the thief on the cross.
0: I, but I will say, I feel like the thief on the cross is more of an Aladdin thief and not. Some yeah, <laughs> like, he stole like
1: a big piece he, of bread he, and an apple.
0: The, I don't think he's the fucking Riddler. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I feel like
1: he like grabbed a woman's ankle and they were like, "All right, death, like
0: I'm, I'm, I'm death for you." Like, I, I think like. <laughs> If that's the case, if that's the case, like I think the thief on the cross, like, we, we like to build it up, that like oh he was this criminal, he was this, you know, he was a moiterer. <laughs> what about all the people he moited? What moiter? But no, like I, I think that he's, I, if it's if it's to be concisely what Jesus is saying here, then that thief literally like stole to feed himself.
1: Yeah, maybe, maybe he stole a baby. Yeah,
0: maybe. maybe two babies. Maybe it was a raising Arizona situation where he couldn't have a kid, and then there are these quintuplets or these octuplets in town, and he decided that they could, they didn't have, they had more than they could handle, and so he and Helen Hunt went and stole a baby. Okay.
1: Well, thank you for spoiling raising Arizona for all of us. Some of us haven't that watched is- it.
0: That's the first 15 minutes of the fucking movie.
1: Okay, well, you spoiled 15 minutes of fun for me. So, well, it's great. also
0: got John Goodman in it. So, thank you.
1: Okay, again, spoilers. Now, and I, Cage. I like being surprised by John Goodman when I go into movies. I just want to make, <laughs> like, if he just it's pops up. It's nice a
0: surprise.
1: Yeah, it's a nice surprise. I'm like, oh, let's watch Flintstone. Well, Scott, oh, this seems
0: <laughs> to be pretty fun right here. <laughs> He's just—he sounds like a redneck who's drowning.
1: Yeah, I—I I can't even do it. A, a, a good John Goodman. It's almost like that's a little more Mitch McConnell. <laughs> rebooting, rebooting, rebooting.
0: I feel like the line between Mitch McConnell and John Goodman is Fun, whether or not somebody <laughs> like uh, drinks whiskey or is a zombie. A zombie. Which, Which is, is a John huge John John Mitch
1: McConnell is, one is a beloved actor and talented and uh, has a gigantic, fun, fuzzy spirit. And the other one's a literal dead person. <laughs> Just reanimated some. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't of a giant... Congress,
0: Congress oh. am I right?
1: But yeah, the whole idea of... Like the thief on the cross or whoever, Jeff Dahmer in a prison.
0: Did he commit his life to Christ at the end I of I think he life? did
1: it near the end, yeah. Well,
0: think good he... on Jeff Dahmer. <laughs>
1: That's my point is like someone had to go. Scott,
0: he's a Christian. Exactly. He's a, he's a Christian. I did see this. I, I saw the inverse of this uh, on a stand-up. With this uh, gay comedian was like, y'all got to understand, as soon as any of you straight men die, all we all we do is just make up that y'all did gay shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know, maybe, maybe. <laughs> so it's like, oh, did you hear that Abraham Lincoln was gay? I heard some things. <laughs> I,
1: I heard a few things.
0: <laughs> it's
1: possible. Yeah, I, I just think and like- I
0: think it's the same thing. Like, uh, there's the like conflicting rumors about Darwin. And his family has come out and said, no, he never recanted anything, but he has like, there's he always been Christ since, of his life. yeah, the like, uh, people who, uh, don't like the theory of evolution have been like, well, you know, even Darwin didn't believe what he believed yeah. or that even, sure. he you know, became a Christian at one point or whatever.
1: Those arguments never make sense to me. It's like, well, he did like even this person, 250 years ago decided to give their life to christ i'm like yeah there was like no other option like you
0: they didn't have xbox
1: (laughs) (laughs) there's no xbox (laughs) also if you didn't go to church you like couldn't get a job it was like wait he's not a christian he's an atheist like get out of our town you couldn't just be an atheist in public like no
0: i think one of my favorite one of my favorite um old Christian celebrity stories is, I think it's J.R.R. Tolkien. Uh, Because we think of, you know, Tolkien as like this... So hot. Oh, man, this hot, steamy author. (laughs) But he was never okay with... And I think it's Tolkien. If it's not, please at me. Um, But he was never... uh, He was Catholic, I believe, or Anglican. Um, What's the difference? No, Uh, Similar flavors. yeah. Yeah, this is the Turning into the best story. Yeah. But <laughs> keep
1: driving this train. <laughs> yeah.
0: He was never okay with them reading the church or reading the Bible in English. And oh, so course, yeah. he would, as they would be would do the like stand and read stuff mm-hmm. um, in churches, he would loudly say it in Latin. What a butthole. <laughs> like a big old <laughs> church curmudgeon.
1: That is the curmudgeon energy at its finest, is shouting Latin. That's the original church for curmudgeon.
0: Yeah. Shouting Latin is the original. Shouting a dead language at any E
1: pluribus unum. <laughs> I don't know much Latin.
0: I don't, Carpe I know diem. E I plur, I pluribus unum means God bless America. <laughs> God
1: uh what's your what's your final thought on on this passage here, Evan?
0: <laughs> on what? Oh, sheep's and goats. Right. Yeah,
1: sheep's and goats. <laughs> no, John Goodman actually. Never mind. Let's change.
0: <laughs> Let's stick with JG. Yeah. Um. I think I think what you had it right on the nail the head earlier that this is if this if we're to declare this is final judgment, which this this gets into a question of whether or not heaven is the final judgment or if there's a judgment afterwards. So if you die right now, you go to heaven You're saved by grace. You get to be up there. But then at the end of it all, does God also look at you and go, okay, well, you didn't do anything with your life. You didn't clothe
1: all the naked people in heaven.
0: You didn't clothe all the the naked people on earth. You just got to hang out in heaven for a little bit. So fuck you. You're going to hell. Opens up that question. Exactly how God's gonna say it. (laughs) Fuck Fuck you. you. You're going 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 to hell. hell, Just the bitch. (laughs) Um. (laughs) But yeah, like I think that it's 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 something that only gets preached in in a like tension building moment
1: Mm. where
0: you're trying to steer someone away from hell. Definitely. But it's always that, you know, God will say that the sheeps on my right, you're good to enter into heaven. But on the left, you aren't. I ask you today, are you a sheep or are you a goat? Are
1: you on the left or are you on the right, brother?
0: Choose are now. You, my, anyway, no, it's not I'm, my I'm, left, I'm, stage I'm left. I'm not a sheep. I didn't get a vaccine.
1: Yeah, I ain't no sheep. None of us should be sheep. We should be strong goats, billy goats.
0: Strong goats. Strong goats damned for hell.
1: Everyone go stage right. My left. No, wait, your left.
0: Stage left. left. My left.
1: (laughs) Just get over here.
0: (laughs) Scott, what are your final thoughts on sheepies and goaties?
1: Sheepies and goaties. Yeah, like I've mentioned, I, I think we overcomplicate theology. I think I do believe Jesus teaches different stuff than what Paul preached about and wrote about. And I think modern church really follows more of Paul than anything. Um, I think Jesus, they say, is like the center of everything, but I think his teachings are always trumped by whatever Paul says about, like, grace and faith. And this has been the age-old debate. You know, it's like with Martin Luther and everybody just trying to, like, be more and more progressive in their faith. Like, no, it's not about, like going to church, it's about, like, your beliefs and blah, 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 but we've gotten so far away that I think what I find really fascinating about Christianity nowadays is people will hold on to the identity of of Christian and hold almost zero resemblance of what a Christian would be, you know, it's like people can just say, I've met people that are like, yeah, I'm a Christian, and I'm like, oh, like, what church do you go to? Why don't go to a church. It's like, oh, okay, it's like, you know, do you like pray? Well, I don't really pray. Oh, like, do you read the Bible? Well, I don't really read the Bible. What's the Bible, Yeah. And it's just like, you like ask about what they do. they don't like, they don't volunteer. They don't really like anything that would show that they follow a man named Jesus Christ on the daily. And it's like, it has such a stronghold on our country. And I, I mean, really the world, but of this identity of like, I have to be labeled as a Christian or else I'm not in the group. Um, but people don't know why they're in the group. And I think I'd much rather be on the other side of just like, yeah, I just want to be a good person. I don't need to follow anybody to necessarily know what it means to be good and to, you know, help others. But versus like this, I think I find enjoyable. I actually think this is something I could learn from. Um, but I don't have to consider myself like a Christian, like to understand like, Oh, it's about just helping others, even if you don't see the outcome right away. But, let um, me ask you this. Scott, that's a lot you, of yapping, you know. How, how do you
0: not <laughs> believe in a? How do you, how, how, if there's no God, how do you not believe in Him?
1: Boy, you got me there. How, yeah. <laughs>
0: Thank you, <laughs> everybody, for listening. We really <laughs> appreciate it. Uh, you can visit us on unblessedpodcast.com or you can email us at unblessedpodcast.com uh, at gmail.com.
1: <laughs> there you go. Also, shout out to Eric Butts for today's episode suggestion. Yeah.
0: Eric, Eric, thank you, Eric. Eric, big talking butts.
1: Being our our biggest fan, we appreciate you. Way to go.
0: We appreciate you and your nice glasses. Your oh, nice don't hair. give
1: away too much. Some people,
0: some people wear glasses. Give them some
1: privacy, Evan. <laughs> oh,
0: sorry. And you're how you sometimes don't have glasses. Ah,
1: there. Yeah, we don't. We'll never know. But thank no, no. you, Eric. Yeah, and other people can also please. Email us. We need suggestions. We want to hear your episode suggestions.
0: Yep, please, dear God, we're not as creative as you think we we're are.
1: We're running out of ideas. We're running out of Bible <laughs> fast.
0: Running out of Bible. <laughs> Next, we'll be going to Jesus wept.
1: That's right. Then the Book of Mormon.
0: Yep. <laughs> Thank you everybody for listening. We really appreciate it. My name is Evan, and I'm Scott. And don't forget to not go to hell.